Um, a couple of things before we, we get rolling on questions. Um, obviously, um, exciting time in Las Vegas. Um, you know, from our organization to uh, the Knights, I uh, want to congratulate them on uh, making the Stanley Cup Finals and, um, you know, wish Coach Cassidy and the entire organization, the entire uh, team, uh, well and luck, obviously, as they head into this championship round. I know there's been a number of our players that will be there uh, supporting them, and um, we're all excited to, to continue to pull for them. So, obviously, they've had a great year, and uh, we're looking forward to continuing to support that. Um, there's also, uh, at practice today, you're going to see a um, number of uh, Raider greats that are able, were able to join us uh, today. Um, to share in our uh, OTA experience here. Um, I'd say share with our players, um, you know, what, what it meant for them uh, to be a Raider. And um, they've kind of set the standard and uh, defined what uh, the commitment to excellence is. And um, like I said, you'll see a number of them out there. <clears throat> They're here now and, um, you know, it's an exciting day for us to obviously have them uh, join us for, for this part of our year. So. Um, I'm sure you'll see a lot of familiar faces. Josh, uh, there's a story that broke last week. Uh, kind of shed some light on uh, Jimmy's contract and some details of it. Uh, you know, could maybe raise the anxiety level of some fans on the availability, the eventual availability of, of Jimmy. We're about eight weeks, I guess, away from training camp. Is there a confidence that he's going to be able no, to? I have no anxiety. Okay. Right. Okay. There you go. You guys might have. Anxiety. <laughs> is there? So is there a confidence? I don't have any anxiety. Is there a confidence level in that he'll, he'll be there in training camp and ready to go? Yep, I'm not going to put a timeline or a day on anything, but um, like I said, I have no anxiety. Feel pretty good about it. Josh, last year, um, you're a new Farrell Jr., you guys brought him along pretty slowly um, in that defensive tackle rotation. What's, what sort of growth have you seen from him? Do you think he could be ready for a bigger role? Yeah, um, you know, rookie years, obviously, they, they can be different for everybody. Um, and, um, you know, Neil obviously came from a, a pretty decorated uh, college program and, um, you know, worked, worked hard to try to, you know, get in there and, um, you know, create a role for himself. It's not always easy depending on what room you're in as a rookie. So um, came back in really good shape. Um, I think a lot of times you see these first year guys, they go through their first year. It's kind of a crash course on what it requires of you physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, what kind of time it requires away from the building uh, to be prepared to compete, you know, consistently at a high level at this level. And I think uh, Neil's done all the right things. Um, like I said, you know, really good condition. Um, I don't want to say changed his entire body, but you know, uh, there's, there's an element of that uh, that you can already see. So. Um, excited to see what he does. Matthew, same thing with Matthew Butler. I mean, two guys that have been here in our offseason program um, the entire time. Uh, honestly, they both came back early, um, you know, to do some work on their own with our strength staff. So, um, you know, that's what you can ask of a guy going into a second year. You hope they learn from the things that, you know, might have been tougher, um, you know, their first year. Uh, but. I know he knows he's in a competitive room. Uh, we got a lot of guys in there that are competing to ultimately play. This time of the year is really more about technique and fundamentals. Obviously, the physical part will come later, but um, I like you know so far what what Neil's trying to do and the frame of mind that he's in. Does Bayer kind of fit that category? Just eyeballing, it looks like his body is 
on that year long in the NFL. Yeah, as well. I think I think most of those guys that are going to their second year, they they understand kind of the difference now. Um, you know, when your body, when you're coming, you know, sometimes talent alone is okay in college. And some, you know, and in, in the NFL, um, there's no question that everybody's talented. You know what I mean? Everybody in your room's talented. Everybody you play against is talented. So um, there's an extra level of motivation to, you know, how can I get an edge? You know, how can I gain an advantage on my opponent? Um, and so if there's, you know, continuing to work hard. Um, you know, he, he actually played a number of snaps last year, which is, you know, different than a couple of the other guys. So he got his feet wet. You know, he played some tackle, played some of the jumbo tight end stuff. So, um, you know, trying to build on his experience last year. And, um, again, think he's, he's ready to compete. Coach, you've been in a lot of these, but what excites you the most about OTAs, even though the pads aren't on? But what do you want to see from some of these players? I think, you know, this is the time of the year for us to evaluate um, our ability to communicate, our ability to retain information, um, our ability to limit repeat errors. Um, we're, we're making mistakes each day, which happens every day in every OTA across the league. Um, but the biggest point of emphasis we're trying to make to our team is that we have to be able to, you know, uh, come back the next day or the next time we're out there on the field um, and fix the mistake, you know. And so we kind of take each week and uh, as an opportunity to simulate a regular season week. So if we make some mistakes on a Wednesday's practice, you only have Thursday to fix them, you know, or else you're probably going to throw it out, you know. So, um, you know, communication, assignments, technique, um, ability to work with each other because uh, they're not all working with the same groups. Um, those are all things that we're adamant about as we put our system in and uh, see what they can handle. This this time of year, how much evaluation is going on with Dave and, and his guys with the rest of the leagues, especially since it's June 1st and there could be moves being made across the league? Yeah, I think there's, I mean, we obviously are ready to go on, um, you know, they have their lists of, of people that we may anticipate that, you know, all right, they, they look a little heavy here or there might be a contract situation somewhere else. Um, they're aware of all those things. Um, I don't get too much involved in that at this point in time of the year because they, they obviously have that taken care of. Um, but, you know, planning for things that you almost can't see, uh, if you will. Uh, preparing for, you know, I'd say some short lists um, as we head into the training camp season here in a couple months. Um, no question about that. And they're, they're also evaluating our team, you know. I mean, they're out there every day, too, and watching our, our guys work and practice. And um, they're able to see, um, you know, those things that are, are, are being developed on the practice field, too. So. Um, a lot of comparing, uh, you know, guys from what we saw before to what we're seeing now. Again, the physical element can't happen until August. So, um, but yeah, they're they're hard at work also. Coach, this is a two-parter. First off, obviously Jimmy's not out there, but you have you know confidence that he'll be back you know soon. But even without him being there, Brian Hoyer, you know, is a veteran presence. He does a lot on the field to kind of lead the guys. What's been? How happy have you been with Brian Hoyer so far, being in your system again, and also what are your initial you know, interactions and thoughts of Michael Mayer as well? So um, I've, I've obviously known Brian for a while, um, you know, and, and Brian's a true pro, um, you know, really does a great job of, of understanding his assignment, also understanding how he may help others. Um, and so, um, you know, he, he's been in a role as a backup quarterback uh, for a number of years, so he understands what the responsibility is in that position. and. Um, takes full advantage of every opportunity that he has when he has repetitions and he's getting a lot of them now and 
um, you know, able to function in our system, give our other players, look, their, their, their responsibility is to give the other 10 guys an opportunity to do their job well. And, and Brian does that very well. So um, excited about what he's doing, um, you know, continues to try to get better, um, even though he's been in the, in the league for a number of years. Uh, works very hard at it, uh, takes care of his body, and is a great example for our guys. So uh, very pleased with that. Um, Michael's, um, you know, really is what we thought he was. Um, you know, really a hard worker, um, you know, great teammate, uh, tries to get better every single day, very attentive in the meetings, um, works at his technique very hard, wants to know how he can get better as being a pro. You know, a lot of these rookies come in and they're, they're everything they're learning for the first time. And Michael's doing a great job of really trying to acclimate himself. I think he's actually taken um, you know, some, some type of a leadership role with the rookie class, um, you know, and that's great. You know, those guys need it. So um, very excited about, about Michael and, and where we're headed. And a long way to go. Uh, like a lot of them, you know, at this time of the year, they don't know everything and they're, they're making a lot of mistakes, probably more than most. Um, but that's part of the growth process. Josh, you guys added a lot of cornerbacks this offseason, a lot of new faces in that rotation. How do you feel about where they're at? early, but how do you feel about where they're at? Yeah, it's competitive. Um, there's no question. And um, again, the, the guys, the, the part that nobody really understands, and we, we talk about, you know, look, acquisitions, one part uh, of trying to improve a any unit, doesn't matter what it is. And we, we basically tried to uh, improve the competition in every room that we could, okay? Sometimes you don't get to do that because things fall a certain way, but acquisition is one way, player development's another one. And so, um, you know, the guys that are here for the, the our second year with them, you know, whether they were a rookie last year like Sam Webb, or it's just our second opportunity to work with them in the spring, like Nate Hobbs and Amik Robertson and those guys, I mean, there's, there's an element of, us, you know, our responsibility is to improve the players that are already here, you know, and so you can't really measure that, you know. You can measure an acquisition and say, oh, that made the room better, but, um, you know, now's the time of the year we're trying to focus on developing everybody that we have, and how, how far can that go? We're going to see. Um, we'd like it to go as far as we could, but um, a lot of competition, um, guys that have played in this league, uh, no question, Duke Shelley, David Long, uh, those guys have all played. Brandon Faison was here before. He's played a lot of football in this league, too. So, um, you know, not to mention the, the, the young kids. So, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of guys getting a lot of reps. Uh, we've two-spotted a lot of drills so that they're all getting a ton of reps at this time of the year. So uh, gives us a great opportunity uh, to evaluate them, gives them great exposure to us. Um, you know, like I said, making mistakes, but getting better. So excited about it. I want to develop a note. Obviously, part of that is the work that the player puts in to improve. But from a coaching standpoint, what is, what is sort of effective from your experience in helping a guy develop regardless of position? Uh, I think you have, obviously have to know the know the player, um, you know, create a relationship, you know, and that's, um, that's a, you know, old adage, until they know you care, they don't really, you know, know, know they don't really care how much you know. So, um, you know, uh, that's part of this process now. Um, team building, uh, I'd say relationship building for them to trust, you know, the things we're telling them to do um, and figuring out each different player. Uh, none of them are the same. You know, no two corners are the same. No two receivers are the same. No two quarterbacks are the same. They don't learn the same way. You know, if, if they were all robots, that'd be great, you know, in terms of what we could tell them. But um, there's a human element to uh, teaching and developing a player or a room. And so, you know, the coaches have a difficult job. You know, sometimes they got 10, 11 guys in their room. 
might be 10, 11 different ways that they learn best, you know? And so as you're trying to teach, install, implement things, correct things, make it better, uh, sometimes you gotta find different ways to do that and communicate it to different guys. So um, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and I think we have a really good staff that understands teaching and um, you know the pace that we need to go at to try to improve. Josh, uh, I know every team, 32 teams are starting kind of at ground zero right now. At the same time, talking to some of Max Crosby last week and Devontae Adams, how much further ahead they feel in terms of the operation? Do you guys sense that as well from the coaching staff? Yeah, I think uh, you know. I mean, look, anytime you, anytime you're new, um, you know, it's it's you know, you're, it's new. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, you you just I think the more time you're together, the more comfortable you get. You know, um, it's like a marriage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, you know, when you go on a first date, it's, you know, you might be a little nervous and all that stuff. And then, you know, the more you know, the more you talk, the more you, you know, get to know the program and what we're doing and how they do it and how we want to. And, and they have great feedback to us, too, you know. And part of, um, I, I think, part of our comfort level and their comfort level is our ability to listen to one another um, and really understand, you know, where they're coming from. Um, we do a lot of that uh, as we go through the year and try to figure out exactly, you know, uh, what the best way to, to do everything is. And so uh, I think we're all more comfortable. Josh, I was wondering what uh, uh, Adam planned. What, what, what made you think this guy might be able to come into camp and he's, you know, try to, try to work his way onto a roster, kind of his development and yeah. so forth. And it seemed like he's a pretty good kid. I was kind yeah. of wondering how his development Yeah, good kid. Um, Certainly has the some of the tools that you look for to play on the edge, um, length and uh, size, and some quickness, some pass rush, some you know ability to play in a running game. So, um, just those are the you know look you, you, when you're when you're looking for players after the draft, the first thing you're trying to figure out is um, if the guy has the traits that you can work with to develop. You know, and and part of that is you know maturity, uh, intelligence, work ethic, uh, the things that you can't necessarily measure at the combine. And so, um, you know, we have a lot of, obviously the scouts do a lot of work and we have a lot of sources to try to gather as much information as we can on the players that we bring in after the draft um, and looking forward to continue to work with him. Um, and like you saw last year, we had a number of players that weren't drafted that made our football team and played a lot, contributed. So um, those guys have just as good of an opportunity as everybody else. Yeah. With, uh... With, you know, I know you're confident Jim will be back, but when Jimmy does come back, this time that's being missed, how, how, I guess how valuable would this time have been to work with guys, and what can you do to kind of build that chemistry, what, even when he's not on the field necessarily with the guys? Again, we can't control, you know, like there's, this, is, this is football, you know, and there's definitely going to be players that miss time. And, I mean, just Josh Jacobs wasn't able to do a whole lot last year either, and he's been here. You know, so again, I just there's there, I don't want to overstate any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, the relationships, the trust, the communication, um, the rapport, uh, all that stuff's being built. You know, uh, he's here every day, obviously, and the guys are getting to know each other, which is a great thing. Um, I don't want to over overstate or understate the importance of OTAs or anything like that. It's an important time of the year. Uh, but there's also a lot of players that can't participate in it or and again remember it's voluntary so there's players that aren't participating in it you know across the league so that doesn't mean that oh well this year's going to be bad for him and not good for him and all the rest of it so um like i said i have no anxiety about it i'm excited that he's here um really excited that he's here and um looking forward to it when he's out there
We'll wrap it up with Q and then Paul. Uh, you talk about traits when it comes to young guys. Aiden O'Connell, one of his traits is intelligence and being able to pick up stuff pretty quickly. Have you been able to see that so far? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it's spinning, you right. know, and the quarterbacks are probably spinning as much as anybody, you know, so um, you're exactly right. Uh, that's definitely part of the, the allure um, with Aiden. Um, you know, look, he played a lot of football uh, in, a, in a good conference um, in college football, had a winning record in the Big Ten every year that he played there at Purdue, um, which isn't easy to do, um, you know, and, and he's, he's played against good competition. He's accurate with the ball. He, he loves the game of football. He works very hard at it, which to me, if you don't have those two things um, at this position, it's going to be hard for you to ever, you know, continue to grow and develop at that, at that place. So, um, you know, he's getting a lot of reps. Um, he'll, he'll make mistakes and learn from them every day. Um, and then, you know, hopefully not make them again. You know, that's the process that we're going through with the quarterbacks right now. And, um, really love his attitude, his demeanor, um, the way he approaches football and how he attacks every day. So he's got a plan, um, you know, and, and that usually bodes well for you in terms of improving. Josh, it seems like the guy that's got the most continuity in that quarterback room, Chase Garbers, nobody really talks about a lot. What kind of development have you seen from him yep. being in the system over here? And then also, why don't you have any anxiety? <laughs> I don't worry about the things I can't control. You know what I mean. And so, like I, like I said, I have very, uh, I have very good information that you know would tell me that you know we're we're going to be fine. You know what I mean. So again, that's well, nothing has happened that would have changed that. Okay, so that's that's why I feel that way. Um, as it pertains to Chase, um, again, another young guy that got to see it up close and personal all year last year. Um, Went on the road trips with us. Was on the sideline during the games. You know, it was. It, I would say a very um, important year for any young player. You know, as they go through that, and then to come back this year much further ahead, understands you know the things that are, are required and asked at the quarterback position um, a lot better now than he did last year. Um, operating the offense, the cadence, the play calls. You know, understanding where to go. I'm not saying it's all perfect. It's not, but. Um, you know, every quarterback from year one to year two, usually there's a comfort level that they can get to where the things that they were really worried about last year were how do I call the play right? You know, how do I remember the cadence when I'm going, you know, all that stuff is kind of like second nature now, you know, and so it's good to see that from him. Um, you know, now we're just, you know, obviously working on all the other things, you know, accuracy, reads, you know, seeing the coverage. You know, there's another bucket of things that a quarterback's got to move on to, but um, like the way Chase is working as well. Great. Thank you, Coach. Good. Thanks, everyone. Okay, you got it. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network.